Hey guys, welcome to the China you don't know. I'm Alex, and this is my second episode. For this time, we got a theme called "The Places of Beijing That Beijingers Will Never Go To." It's quite a long name, but I will break it down to you one by one. So the first is Wang Fujing Street, also Wang Fujing Walk Street. It's located in the central part of Beijing, just next to the Tiananmen Square, aka Forbidden City. So, based on my own observation, I could easily find foreigners every time I go to there, and sometimes even a foreign tourist group. So, I wonder, it must be a place that most foreigners like visiting to. So, I want to point it out for this time. And before we get into the current situation of that street. I want to give you some historical background of that street. So Wang Fujing Street does get some historical meaning. Maybe because of its location, it's it's located really near the Forbidden City, and it's also located in the central part of of Beijing. So it has been an important street of several dynasties, but technically it. Got quite popular since the establishment of Republic of China because the government the government built the first shopping mall in that street where we could see the only place that you could find the retail stores of big names like if you want to buy a watch or if you want to buy a bicycle called you know where called Kingdom of Bicycle in that period of time so bicycle could could be equivalent. To to a really fancy car in modern day, so you need to go to that kind of place. Or if you want to buy electrical appliances, you should also go to that place. So you could imagine how important it is in that time, and maybe that's the reason so many foreigners want to take a look look at it. You could still、uh, see it in 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 Wang Fujing Street now, but. You need to know that there isn't just that shopping mall nowadays in in that place. Basically, it has become a commercial area now. So it got lots of big names like Nike or lots of luxury brand. Basically, all the brand that you could think of, and it's totally. It totally makes sense if you happen to visit the Tiananmen Square, and after that you want to drop by and to buy some stuff. Because there you could buy basically everything you want. But for me as a Beijinger, especially I live in the south of of Beijing, and I could say it. It quite it's quite far from me to to the to that place, basically more than one hour commute with subway. And considering I generally just buy things, and basically everything, in the internet, I don't see the need that I need to make it that far to buy some stuff. And even though I have to go to some brick and mortar、uh, store. I could just find one that is close from my home, 
Because you know it isn't the only commercial area anymore in the Beijing, and I, at least in my in my neighborhood, we got two commercial、uh, shopping mall where it just took me like twenty minutes by subway. So why I need to go all the way to the Wang Fujing Street, right? And for another reason that foreigners go there might be, there is a Chinese medicine hospital located very near from that street, and for some reason I have to go to that hospital and to have Chinese medicine before. And the interesting I find is every time I. I go to that hospital. I could see a group of foreigner tourists led by a Chinese guide to that hospital, and the Chinese guide is bringing the background of the hospital to them, and then show them around the hospital. And I could see there are lots of question marks on their face, and they are. Really curious about you know the this Chinese medicine culture. So if you are interested in that area, you could also drop by. Since that's a hospital, you know for for ill person. So if you are healthy, I don't recommend you to buy some medicine, Chinese medicine, because those medicine are really expensive there. But you know the Chinese medicine better than me. You definitely could bring some medicine back because they really got some real deal. And lastly, I want to give you a little warning, cause there is a food street also located in that place, and which is quite popular among the foreigners, even the. Even even people from other province, I want to tell you that even though it's called Beijing Food Snacks Street kind of things, but actually they didn't get any Beijing snacks. Most of the snacks there are just the internet famous snacks. So their appearance. Might appeal to people, might be really attractive, but basically those are the food you could find in any tourist site, and they didn't get any like cultural meaning or they are not like the authentic Beijing snacks that has existed for a really long time, got a really a、uh, long history, you know. They are just kind of a、uh, fast food, and they are really expensive. So they are made just to grab the money from you from your pocket. You could take a bite if you really find it interesting, attractive, delicious. I'm not sure, but just don't feel that you have to taste it.
just because you have managed to go all the way to Beijing. So you should try some Beijing snacks. Don't do that because they are not Beijing snacks at all. And the second place is Silk Street. It's located in Chaoyang District and it's very near the embassy area where assembled lots of embassies of different countries. And and I think the most famous place in that area is called Silk Market. It's a really a huge market, a huge shopping mall. And I think the the only difference here with the Wang Fujing walking street is it's a kind of place just for foreigners to do the shopping. Cause all Chinese know that it's just a place where full of Chinese souvenirs or Chinese traditional clothes with Chinese features. And they often charge at least, I think, one to two times more expensive than the average level. So I don't think there is any Chinese will go to there, you know, to, to buy something. And also there aren't so many big names like in the Wang Fujing walking street. Instead, there are lots of individual stores. So you could imagine they just want to grab as much money as they can. And there isn't any kind of regulation on the setting price. So it's kind of a chaos in price setting. I think it has been a certain place just for foreigners to do the shopping for at least I mean, close to 20 years. And maybe it has something to do with the location because, you know, like I said, it's very near the, the embassy area. So I think lots of foreigners will go to there. So, you know, after they, they finish the paperwork, maybe they will, you know, just drop by and to buy something. So it gives the, you know, those individual stores, you know, a chance to, to grab the money from your pocket. And since it has run uh, its own business for this really long time, I think it got you know certain reputation in most foreigners' eyes. So lots of foreigners go there every day. Uh, I remember one time when I lead several foreigners to do a visit uh, in Beijing, uh, and most of them are about sixty. And when we finished visiting the Summer Palace and the Forbidden City. They insist that they want to go to the silk market to buy something, which makes me a little bit shocked. And, but at the end, I just leave them to there. And they entered the, the, the market and they just uh, walk, up to, walk up directly to, to the second floor and they just entered a glasses store and bought some pair of glasses. And then they explained to me that some of their friends back in the States recommended that they need to go to that store and to buy, you know, buy, buy some pair of glasses because the price there is way cheaper than those in state. So they got a good deal and went back home happily. And the reason why I want to tell you this story is I want to tell you that there is always an exception. So 
there might be like several stores that where really sell some good stuff with a kind of a decent price, and maybe your friends have have discovered that place before, and they recommend you. So when you you know come to China, you could go that you know particular store to buy something. But the case is like most of the stores, they just kind of charge. You know, way more than the average average level, and it's unreasonable. And I don't think most of those merchandise are good quality. I assume that they just kind of to buy those things wholesale in a certain wholesale market, maybe in the rural rural area or just in other province, and they just you know to ship the all the stuff to to there and just sell to you. So basically, they just do the deliver delivery work, and they just charge you that that much. But if you really find something you know fascinating and worth to buying, you know just don't for, forget to to bargain with them. Like to cut the price by half. That's also the strategy that I use most of the times. And the next place that we will talk about is called. Sunli Tun area, and it's also really a famous place, which is which I think lots of foreigners are very familiar with because that's a place most of the foreigners, especially young people, will go to because there are lots of nightclubs, bars, you know those fancy places that you could basically spend your nightlife and to kill your time. During the night, and also another reason that lots of foreigners will go there is because there is a kind of a bonus for them. It's like if you if you are a foreigner and you enter the any of those nightclub, you could enjoy a a drink for free, or basically you could you know enjoy every drink for free. I mean, now that is expensive, so just like you know, like normal beer or something, some other drinks. Because this kind of a strategy that the owner of the nightclub used to attract more people to enter, especially Chinese, to to enter the the enter the place, because there is a mentality lies in our mind. It's like whatever a foreigner do, that must be a cool thing. Wherever a foreigner go, that must be a you know a good place. So if there are several foreigners, I think I mean no no racial discrimination, but it's a case that if there are several like white tall guys, you know, fighter muscular guys, there will be you know tons of Chinese girls will go to that place, or maybe there are you know. Some beautiful girls from European countries. I think there are, you know, lots of guys out there as well. But even though it's a fancy place and in some to some extent international, but as local people, if you really want to, you know, go to a bar and have some fun, you won't choose a place like that because every coin has two sides and. There are just too many clubs and bars 
out there and it's really noisy you know when 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 the night come and lots of case you know with a really good financial background will 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 go to their driving their luxury cars and you know when it comes to a place where there are people from you know even different cultural background and financial background and even social status it's kind of easy to 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 cause some fight so you just can't concentrate on like enjoying the things around you around you or you know just chatting with your friends so i think it's not a place for people to really have some fun then to show off cause there are lots of young people or you could say it's a trend that you know some young generation they go to there and just take a selfie you know maybe with some beautiful girls and to post it in the social media and to show that yeah i was there last night so you know like i'm in the frontier of the new lifestyle and to attract others you know attention but besides that it's also a place that you know different fashion style are presented and also lots of street sniping are being done there so if you're interested if you're interested in that you know in that field you could check it out by the way i want to mention another one which isn't necessarily a place where few local people go to but at least i have never been there and you guys must have known it very well which is the great wall i don't mean that it's not worth going to actually there's nothing wrong that you go to the great wall especially you have you know got to china so it's you know includes lots of in historical uh, meaning and it's 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 really a kind of a great accomplishment that asian chinese people have achieved but i just want you to know before you go there that the scenery you will see might now just the great wall instead maybe a picture full of people's heads cuz there is a bunch of people basically every day we usually use people see people mountain to describe you know how many people are there and maybe it's a rough translation but it it does paint the realistic picture of of the tourist attraction so i just want to advise you to go there you know at a weekday and keep your wallet and a pass- passport in a safe place take care of everything and you better tie your shoelaces freaking tight if you treasure your shoes and you don't want to lose it okay so that's the content for today and if you have any sales any questions about this podcast about china you could send me an email at china you don't know at 163.com or you could just dm me at the china you don't know and see you in the next episode